Tyler, do you know what I want? What do you want? I want a special door. A special door? A special door that is made to be kicked. It swings in both directions and Is this going back to Cowboys? No, cuz that's more of a fling open. I want to kick it. Like I'm making a grand entrance every time that I'm I'm I open that door. I want okay. to like I looked it up and I couldn't find one. Like I figured maybe someone out there would have made like a a kick plate for a door and like a stopper that, you know, that's cuz you know, obviously if you're kicking a door, it's going to have some wear and tear. So I, so, thought, I thought maybe there would be like some sort of special hinges that slowed it down once it gets once it get close to being opened, you know, or or you know, and then like a, like a something on there to keep it from breaking when your foot repeatedly hits it. <laughs> to me, what it sounds like you're asking for is you're you're like asking for a cross between a like a double French like a swinging French door and a one of the handicap buttons that you push the door they push the button and it opens yeah basically <laughs> but i want it to be faster <laughs> yeah that's what that's what the half swinging door is you want a little bit of the the kick it open and it starts to open fast yeah but you don't want to break i want it. i want my Kool-Aid man moment <laughs> So I can kick open the door and be like, oh, yeah, <laughs> Rob's here. Uncle Rob. Also, you know, every time that I get up from my desk at work, I have a inner thought to just like break down an imaginary door in, from my cubicle. <laughs> do you do the motion? No, I don't because I don't want people to look at me, but... <laughs> In my head, it's there. It's part of my head fantasy at work. I mean, eventually, once I have my own office for podcasting, that's the kind of door I want so that I can come busting out of it and be like, what's up, Tyler? It's time to to record. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) You don't like that idea? I imagine it's going to get old pretty fast. Not for me. Yeah, I know not for you. <laughs> Nothing gets old to me. Hey, Tyler, hmm. guess what? What? Chicken butt. <laughs> I imagine that the theme song started right after the punchline. <laughs> But you're probably going to do it after this because you're steaming right now because I got you because you didn't think I'd do it on the podcast. No, I fucking knew you'd do it on the podcast. I'm just I'm just waiting. I'm waiting for all your self laughter. You laughing at your own fucking chicken butt joke, you piece of shit. Brings me so much joy. Why? Why not? Because it's the chicken butt joke! That's why! Alright. This is a disclaimer about your Uncle Rob. Sometimes he's got good ideas. Sometimes he's a goofball. Sometimes you should listen. Sometimes not. 
So how are you doing, Uncle Rob? I'm doing really good. I not actually not really good. No. First, before I get into this, how are you doing, Tyler? Well, you know, Uncle Rob, over the past week, I realized what it actually means to be a self-destructive person. Yeah. Because my right hand hired somebody to put a hit out on my left hand. Because I chopped off my left hand this week. No, you you cut your finger. Yeah, I did. A little bit. Never again, fish tacos. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> I cut my hand doing veggies. What do you want from me? Yeah, he needs to learn his knife skills. He wasn't he didn't work in a kitchen like like Uncle Rob did. I don't he even learned. know if it's a veggie. Like, because I've never used this food. What was item. it again? It's e- it's either pronounced jicama or yicama. I think I've heard of jicama before. I thought I don't so think I've too, ever heard of yicama. But then our friend Thomas, who speaks Spanish, said that it's pronounced yicama. Yeah, but do we trust him? He says pizza, and woof. True. <laughs> this is true. I, I don't, don't know, man. We can call it hey, yikama. Yikama. <laughs> yeah, I got I got four stitches in my thumb because my right hand hates my left hand. Don't worry, I'll teach you some knife skills. Back to you. How are you doing, Uncle Rob? I'm doing fine. I feel like we may be a bad influence on people, Tyler. What do you mean? I've been noticing mostly that the golden nephew, Kibber, as we know, <sighs> when I first met him, he wouldn't swear we- a word. You know, Uncle Rob, we should probably, like, we've talked about this in person, in the real world, in the meat space. Yeah. We should probably address how we, and I guess mostly you, know Kibber. I play video games with Kibber. There we go. He He doesn't just hang out with a 14-year-old. We're cool. It's all good. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I just know him from, because he's in my tribe on the... A video game that I play, Arc getting worse. Survival Evolved. Getting worse. Okay, I won't talk about the game anymore. But anyway, <laughs> when when I first met him, he wouldn't swear. He never swore. I got a text from him the other day. He was angry about something, and he had four F-bombs in there. Four what fuckers. What the fuck, Kibber? And I think it's our fault, because I think we swear a lot. I definitely swear a lot at that game. And I think that I'm being a bad influence on him. So here's our PSA. Do as I say, not as I do. And you better fucking listen. Don't but, fucking uh, swear. <laughs> <laughs> you keep your fucking mouth on lock, Kibber. Yeah, you I don't take... want to hear any more fucks out of your mouth. I don't want to hear about you walking to the Harveys and then you dropping some F-bombs. I don't want to hear you talking to them crack whores and be like, oh, that's my fucking bitch right there. That my fucking bitch. Fucking kibber. I can't I hear, believe you, I man. hear that you're running your mouth like that. I'm going to take a bag of milk and I'm going to put it over your head until you don't speak no more. <laughs> what? What? I'm going to empty out a bag of milk and I'm going to put it over your head till you speak no more. What do you mean a bag of milk? That's what, what the they got in Canada. Bag of, they they got, got bags of milk in Canada. Oh, Kibber, you need to confirm this for me <laughs> when you hear this episode, or I might ask you later. But bags of milk? Yeah, they got bags of milk. That seems like the worst way to drink milk. 
I don't know how you how you use it, but I know they got bags of milk. Is it like one of those bags bags of wine? Like those box wines that come in the bags? I don't I really don't know. I just know they have bag milk. I don't know if it's like a Capri Sun situation. I don't yeah, know if it's like a straw. In it? <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it's just like a sack of milk. It's like a it's big <laughs> Ziploc that has Do you the, cut a corner <laughs> off of it and just I, suck on it? <laughs> I think so. I think it's like you you have a home pitcher and you just stick, stick this sack of milk in there and you just have so a little. So they buy milk in a bag, and then they pour that milk into a pitcher that they keep in the fridge. No, I don't think they pour it in there. I think they put the bag in there. <laughs> so milk requires this is a off utensil. Of nothing. <laughs> so the milk requires a utensil. I I don't know. I mean, I learn something new about Canada every day. <laughs> the only person I've ever heard of freezing milk is also Canadian. So I I, I don't know. Freezing milk? That's yeah. disgusting. They freeze milk and then they unthaw it and they use it later. That can't be good. There's too much water content. It would separate. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, it's going to separate a bit and you got to... It's, it's like pulp. <laughs> Ugh. Canada, you're doing milk wrong. Just get it in a gallon. <laughs> it works fine. Oh, boy. But that's Kimmer, our... watch your fucking mouth. Yeah, that's our PSA. That's our fucking PSA. No more swearing. Any of you scouts. I don't want to hear, not just kibber. I don't want to hear swear words out of any of your mouths. I mean, Unless I mean, you're an adult. Yeah. Then you can swear. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> not any of the scouts that are under 18. No swearing. No drugs. No cigarettes. Yeah. Might as well just say nothing. You can only listen to this podcast. Go to school and skateboard. Skateboard? Yeah, I mean, you gotta let them have some fun. Not, not like ice skates. Why ice skates? Not like hijack a moose and ride it around town. Not, we might have younger fans that aren't just in Canada. We're not just talking about Kibber. We're talking about all the scouts. Well, I guess that's fair. <laughs> and Kibber's in BC. <laughs> they don't have as much snow as the rest of Canada. <laughs> um. Hold on. Let me Google some British Columbia references. <laughs> Reference. All of our Canadian listeners in, are in British Columbia. Well, that's just what our stats tell us. <laughs> no, I got. Let's nothing. try to get. Let's try to get Quebec and uh, Saskatchewan and. The and... only other Canadian I know is from Nova Scotia. Where's that? Is... Uh, I think that's on the. I think that's on the east coast. I could be really wrong about that, but I think it is. Uh, you are correct. Yes. Sober by did me. It right. So why doesn't why doesn't that person listen to our podcast? Let's get that Nova Scotia. Well, territory. because he is in America, so he could be oh. one of our Illinois listeners. So why are you lying to me, Tyler? <laughs> because he is Canadian. Uh, but he doesn't count. Not in our minds. So you want to get into some wasted, to wasted topics, Uncle Rob? Yes. Have you been? Are you sipping on your your podcast sippy again? <laughs> of course he is. That's me. <laughs> so we actually really didn't talk about a whole lot this week. We just we didn't really talk to each other a whole lot this week, Uncle Rob. Yeah, I'm getting sick of Tyler. I talked to him at work. I yeah. talked to him on here. <sighs> I mean, 
really, I mean, like the most topic that we actually talked about was we talked. So I'm just, we got two topics. I'm going to go rapid fire. We don't need to talk about them. We can get to the rest of the show. Okay. So the first topic was just E3 going on. So all the video game stuff. And then the second topic was. Sorry. The second topic was. When you're on the web and you're looking at some kinky shit involving some monsters and it's pornographical. Monsters and it's pornographical. You have some boo balls. Boo balls, boo balls, boo balls. It's about to get wet. Welcome to the <laughs> podcast revival of Boo Balls, dug oh, up boy. from the depths of the interwebs. Oh, the, the only podcast segment where we dive deep into monster fanfic erotica. Oh boy, I was not told about this. <laughs> All right, let's do it. <laughs> What nasty, nasty story you got for me. So for anybody who hadn't listened to our previous podcast, You Monster, before, this is a segment we used to do on that show. And uh, in spirit... It was, our, uh, it was our favorite. It was our favorite. Uh, oh, yeah. It was the only redeemable segment. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Thanks, Thomas. Thanks, Thomas. So in spirit of changing things up a bit since we've changed shows, and in spirit of this past week, I know this is going to come out next week, so it will no longer be this week, but this week that we just experienced in our world, being E3, the monster of this Boo Balls is going to be the people who write it. (laughs) Because, Uncle Rob, did you know that there's a fandom that writes fan fiction about Tetris? I did not. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's a whole bunch of Tetris fan fiction. Okay. (laughs) Our story this week is titled Tetris Love, and it is by Keith. All right, Keith. So it starts off with Keith just giving a disclaimer saying, like, he's, he's taking that YouTube stance. I own a Tetris game, but I do not own the Tetris game. I make no money off this fan fiction (laughs) okay (laughs) all right i'm gonna get right into it he grunted and he set her down oh i should go back this is all from the perspective of a tetris handheld council okay he grunted and he set her down turning his attention to the television if she could speak she'd have screamed in frustration she was unappreciated here The man toyed with her when the commercials came on, but they were too long. There was no satisfaction on either side. He hadn't even sought her out. That wasn't really his thing. She was a gift, someone's secret Santa selection, and a poor one at that. Player number one, and only one, never got past the second screen. The button pushing was sluggish, the patterns uninspired, and he never ever pushed the blocks letting them fall at the game's rate to hit the bottom. After this part, it gets into the part where I'm like, all right, this weirds me out, which makes me think this is like super well written. It's, it, it gets weird. Like, obviously this, I'm going to give it away right here. This dude doesn't fuck this Tetris machine. Oh, but the Tetris machine has feelings for the dude? 
just the way that it's the way the words are structured. (laughs) Okay. I mean, it's not this next sentence, but here we go. Maybe if she had boobs, he'd played with her more. (laughs) So here we go. One day she was fingered awake as usual, but something felt different. The finger press, the fingers pressing her buttons were firmer, more confident, decisive. She came awake with a rush and hesitantly tagged this as player number two. An L-shape started to fall. The player spun it halfway around and shoved it to the side, then pushed the button to accelerate the fall. She was thrilled and watched. (laughs) A short T appeared. Fingers danced on her rotate and down buttons and slotted it right into place. Energy surged through her frame. He clearly had a plan. She couldn't wait to see him fit a long piece. (laughs) A square appeared. Even as it was positioned over the empty slot, it was still spun. It didn't matter for the game. Any aspect of that square would fit the same way. The player just seemed to enjoy playing around with it for the sake of playing around. Her beeps became ever so slightly more shrill. She had never had a partner so attentive to her needs. (laughs) Her buttons felt warm to his touch. She yearned to squirm to show her appreciation, but she was entirely helpless in his grip, slave to his whims. She wasn't <laughs> She wasn't surprised when he didn't take the opportunity to finish the first two rows, but he went for the third row and the fourth. A few more blocks were slotted into place. The long piece fell. He spun it. What the hell? Rather than driving it home into the slot, he fitted it into a sixth row. Was he mad? You couldn't get more than four rows at once. She was driven to join him, to help him, to cheat. She hacked, she hacked her own programming, swallowing the hated S-shaped block away. With the remaining patterns, the player built and built, rising higher and higher. The unfinished rows climbed across her scream, giving her a sensation of being filled from within. <laughs> At the same time, the player alternated between left and right, so she felt like she was being ripped in half. She she lost count of the rows. Her whole world spiraled left, right, spin, and down. He was still pushing them down. Her beeps became (laughs) flat or rapid, shallow. Anyone listening closely would have said she was panting. She couldn't take much more. (laughs) She swept the block fetch cue. Oh, this is where she cheats again. She says, it says, she swept the block fetch cue, cleaning up anything but long straights. The long, long fall nearly drove her mad. Closer, 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 sliding past the solid block, <laughs> a solid wall of blocks. It hit the bottom, and she nearly screamed. Four <laughs> full rows blinked three times and then disappeared in a bright blue explosion of ecstasy. She had never felt four rows disappear at once. <laughs> and that's pretty much the end of the sexy part. Oh, and then it says, boy. And then it turns out that player two is a girl and player one and player two are going on a date. And she says, she thought I was nice. And that's boo balls. <laughs> that is insane. Yeah. <laughs> Do... Are I, I'm assuming you read multiples? I did. 
do they all have a similar well uh, theme or is it like they give personalities to the long straights and the l-shaped and this uh no yeah so there are other ones where it was they gave personalities to the actual pieces okay i don't have those on me but there is one other one that is just like a paragraph and a half that if you want i can share it this one has ash from pokemon in it (laughs) Oh, boy. All right. And Harry Potter. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let me hear it. (laughs) (laughs) So this one is titled Harry Pooter and the Tetris Weeaboo Lord of Twilight Rings. (laughs) So it starts. Ash from Pokemon was walking down the streets of Hogwarts when he came across Pac-Man who was eating a candy cane. Hey, Pac-Man. I have something. I have something. It also has a lot of spelling mistakes, and I'm going to give those highlight. I hay something for you to eat. Ooh, yum, says Pac-Man, dropping his candy cane because it was Christmas time. Then he went over to his bedroom and got another candy cane and stuck it in his Pac-Mouth. He came across Harry Pooter, who was riding his broomstick. Here, Harry, I have something... Else you can ride. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> then the Tetris block came around and he dropped a Tetris block on Harry's face. He liked it very much. Just kidding. That would be weird. Ha, ha, ha. Then Rogar from Lord of the Rings came. Er, sorry, no. He did not say Rogar. He said, then Roger from Lord of the Rings came along with his battle axe and it was very heavy. Then Super Mario came along and he thought he was tired. Oh boy, Roger, the axe does sure look big and heavy with that long axe. Ha 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 ha. Then he picked it up and used it to kill Bowser. Then the Tris block came to the party and brought his friends Ouija from the Super Amiri Bros series with him. Princess Peach Nicholas, who is me, I just forgot to mention him earlier, made out all night long. And Nicholas was the coolest guy ever because he got a girlfriend who was Princess Peach. Nicholas was respected by all his friends and he showed his friend Declan that he could get a girlfriend. And he thought he was the coolest guy ever and never made fun of him and called him a nerd avar agains. And that was Harry Pooter in the Tetris Mia Blue Lord of the Twilight Rings. <laughs> Jesus. I'm going to be honest. I didn't. I feel like that wasn't even very Tetris focused. <laughs> no, it wasn't. But it did come up in my Tetris erotica fanfic search. Got it. Thank you, okay. Google. Thank you, Google. He dropped the candy cane because it was Christmas time. <laughs> I really liked that line. Put it in his pack mouth. Put it in his pack mouth. <laughs> Shove it right up your pack mouth. <laughs> oh, boy, wrote Roger. Who's Roger? <laughs> it, he's, it, I think it's supposed to be Rogar from Lord of the Rings. I'm assuming that's what he meant to say, but it's Ro- is Rogar even a person in Lord of the Rings? I don't think so. Lord. What, uh, Rhaegar? Maybe? I think Rhaegar is. That could be from a different fantasy thing. There's as well. a Roger in Lord of the Flies. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what he was talking about. <laughs> it wouldn't make sense why they had a battle axe in Lord of the Flies, though. 
Yeah, that wouldn't. I mean, they could. Piggy could have made it. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of made it, I think we've made it to the time for questions. Let's do questions. Oh, yeah. Yay, questions. What should I do? Should I just make up names on the spot? Or um, should I do a theme? Take, what names I do from theme? That, take, from, take names from that story. This question comes to us from Harry Pooter. <laughs> Harry Pooter writes, I like to run. I'm pretty skinny, have long hair, and a great big bushy beard. <laughs> Why'd you say it like that? <laughs> Other than shaving and cutting my hair, what can I do to give myself a look that can overpower the part of people's brains that make, the, make them compulsively address me as Forrest or yell, Run, Forrest, run, while I'm out for a run? I mean, why would you want to stop that? Nah, I guess it would get old. Yeah, it'd get very old. But he doesn't want to he doesn't want to change his haircut. He doesn't want to cut his hair or shave. So I mean, yeah, I, I'd imagine like especially if you put on a, like a goofy ass ball cap, you'd probably do look like Forrest. Yeah, I'd say just I say just roll with it. Well, I he I mean that's not his question, Uncle Rob. Yeah, but this is my answer. <laughs> I think you should just lean into it. And, you know, get yourself your little windbreaker and some like short shorts and some Nike shoes and some and some socks that go up to your knees and start running across the country. I mean, nowadays, I think he could get I think he could get famous for doing that. If he looks like Forrest Gump. I was about to say, like, if you look like Forrest Gump enough and you do this right, like. It's an actual thing now that you could make money off this. Yes, you set you up could. a page. You set up a Patreon or like a GoFundMe for this shit, and they'll they'll donate you. They'll donate money to or you just to, to keep sure. your run going. Yeah, absolutely. Do it for charity. That's what you could do. Set start a charity where you run across back and forth across the the country, but as Forrest Gump. Yeah, I mean. Because- I, it, 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 it might depend on how much you look like Tom. I mean, that didn't even really look like Tom when they were doing that. Doing what? Like that part that that's those scenes in Forrest Gump where he had the big beard and long hair and the hat. You could barely tell that it was Forrest Gump. I mean, you could barely tell that it was Tom Hanks anymore. Like if that man, if that Tom Hanks walked up to me, and I didn't. I've never seen. And I had never seen Forrest Gump. <laughs> I would have been like, I don't know who this person is. Get away, homeless guy. <laughs> but for sure, I you're going to make money. I mean, if people can have a a GoFundMe page for booze money, or like, I know there was one like at, at one point in time where somebody just put up a GoFundMe of I booked the wrong plane ticket. LOL. Like that yeah. was their actual title. You would make money. Yeah, you'll make acting some money. Out, acting out Forrest Gump. Are you kidding me? One of the because, highest regarded movies ever. Yeah, it's it's uncle. It's one of Uncle Rob's favorite movies. Um, here's the thing about like a real answer to what you could do. Uh, it's hard because Forrest Gump was a tall, skinny guy who. Had a big bushy beard and long hair. A great big bushy beard. And if you're not gonna, if you're not gonna cut any of that, 
it's gonna be like what can i say just change your clothes i mean <laughs> try go running in a suit i guess <laughs> i mean maybe change the way it looks like if it i mean if, still if what a, can you do to a great big bushy beard make it less bushy braid it yeah you could put it into like a into like a, a metal braid like a, yeah put it into a metal braid you know just like live the life of system of the down yeah and uh you could spike your hair i guess holy shit <laughs> are you going for a yahoo serious situation here what is that i've shown you a picture of yahoo serious before i'm sure of it I don't know what Yahoo Serious is. I guess it's it's now going to end up going up on <laughs> with the the post of this episode. Okay. But uh here is an image of Yahoo Serious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do that. <laughs> it looks like Bill Nye. But with crazy but, but spiky crazy long spike, hair. Spiked hair, yeah. It's it's like uh, it's I would almost dis- describe Yahoo Serious as like Albert Einstein as a ginger going punk. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Like a CSL or a CSL? CLS? I don't know. CSL? CLS punk? I don't. Whatever I don't know the fuck what, it was. I don't remember what that is. C or SLC punk? SLC I, punk. What's an SLC punk? So if. Albert Einstein starred in SLC Punk. I keep asking questions and you're not answering them. (laughs) That's not how this program works. (laughs) SLC Punk was just a movie. Oh, It was just a a punk movie. I didn't live that punk rock lifestyle ever. I know you didn't. Fucking plebe. Yeah. Is that a thing that that punks say? Plebe? Plebe, yeah. They call people plebes. That's what all my 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 punk friends in high school called me, plebe. Um, yeah, let's go to the I, next I, question. That's all we got for you. Yeah. <laughs> all right, next question comes to us from. I gotta look back at that article here. Ash Ash Ketchum writes: When is the right time to tell my eight-year-old that the deer in the road is aren't sleeping? Um. (laughs) so i I really wanted to include this one because it's very relevant to my life because anytime my wife will pass a deer that had been hit no she uh, doesn't because my wife had a very traumatic experience hitting a deer my father-in-law made a joke after it happened like hours after it happened saying oh it's just sleeping in the road now honey don't worry about it Like, obviously, she was over the age of 16, so she knew that wasn't a thing. But it, so to this day, she will still say, oh, look at the sleeping deer. <laughs> and then now it's become a thing in my life. So I was on my way home the other day, and there was a deer that was half, like, two of its legs were in a sewer drain, and two of it were not. And I was like, that's a weird place for... Oh, boy. So it got, like... So it got like flushed away by the rain. I think so. Or somebody just dragged it over there. (laughs) I like that idea. I gotta get this thing's gonna smell soon. I gotta put it somewhere. (laughs) You think these things have a garbage disposal? (laughs) No, you call the city. (laughs) 
Yeah, you didn't want to have to do that. Who uses the phone anymore? Everyone. Uh, <laughs> Tyler, was I heading to your house when I found the cow on the road? <laughs> you were. <laughs> there was one time that I had to call animal control because... We live in um, a very rural area. We do. And um, I had to call animal control because there was someone, like a farmer's cow, on the road. <laughs> like just standing in the road. Just and like chilling. It was... It was just walking in the middle of the road and like cars were cars were worried to get, go past it because we didn't know like if that cow got angry at a car and started ramming it, it could have done a lot of damage to the car. Like this was a, uh, I mean, cows are like probably close to like 700, 800 pounds what? slamming into your car. Hold on. How how much does a cow weigh? Cows are huge, Tyler. All right, fair enough. Uh, Did you? Was I right? You were way under. I was under. Way under, Uncle Rob. What is more it like? than more than two times under? Oh boy! So they're like three thousand pounds. A two. Uh, Google says cattle mass male. 2,400 pounds. Uh, yeah. Female, 1,600 pounds. But still, I mean, yeah, obviously even more. That thing could have How much does a horse a weigh? <laughs> Probably less. I've been less. stepped on by a horse. Probably less. You've been stepped on by a horse? Yeah. It was a real bad day. It, okay, so here's what happened. I... I was petting a horse. It was a nice horse. I have a story that starts with petting a horse, too. (laughs) And then you died. Yeah, and then I died. (laughs) So I was petting a horse, and then I went to, like, because I've only ever had a dog, but my friends, they had horses, so they clearly were, they had farm animals. So I treated this horse as a dog, so I went to pet underneath its chin, and then it forced (laughs) my hand into the electric fence that was containing it. (laughs) <laughs> and then as i was sitting there just j- jittering from touching this electric fence the horse stepped on my foot oh boy S- so it says it an adult horse foot? no it says Ooh. an adult horse can weigh anywhere from 840 to 2200 pounds yeah that makes sense horses they have less mass than a cow i mean cow is all all belly and muscle yeah, but muscle, muscle, muscle weighs should more weigh than more. Fat. Yeah, and but horses they're lean. Are horses strong. are lean. They got that lean muscle. They don't got that eating muscle. <laughs> got that that we we're gonna make steaks out that of you. That second muscle. stomach. Do cows have second stomachs? I think yes. that's cows, right? Yeah. yeah. <sighs> have also, we even addressed this fucking question yet? No, yeah. we haven't. I was talking Once... about animals in the room. <laughs> We're sort of addressing it. <laughs> I almost died from petting a horse because I am allergic to horses, but I didn't know I was allergic to horses. And that's a weird allergy. A lot of people don't believe me about that. I believe you because one time we went to Medieval Times and I watched you die. <laughs> yep. I thought I, I was prepared. You love Medieval Times, but... Love it. It's such a bad thing for you to love. It's so unhealthy. Oh, Tyler, trust me. If if I wasn't allergic to horses, I like horses too. 
but I can't go near them. <laughs> it, if you didn't, if you weren't allergic to horses, you'd probably work at Medieval Times. I've the the thing is, is I I didn't know that I was allergic to horses, but I've ridden horses before. Really? Yeah. How young were you? It was when I was younger. But like I rode a like a full size horse before on my own. It's super fun. Yeah, it is. It's really cool. What was the question? <laughs> when is the right time to tell my eight year old that deer aren't sleeping in the road? Ooh, that was not what I thought the question was. <laughs> I mean, like we got yeah, real eight, sidetracked. Uh, you should tell him right away. To, eight's a little old to still believe that, but I mean, yeah. You should tell him right away because he's got to learn sooner or later, you know, life and death. Okay. Here's how you should gauge this on what, whether you should tell him or not. I'm assuming that kids these days don't watch Bambi anymore because it's a boring old movie. Have him, have him watch Bambi. If he, if he gets real affected by, by uh, Bambi's mom's <laughs> death, then do not tell him. <laughs> But if he's fine with it, go ahead. Oh, check his Patronus. Yeah, go ahead. Check his Patronus. I mean, if, if it's a stag, you, you can't tell him. Well, as Tyler told me earlier today, you can only do magic at the wizarding world of Harry Potter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so make sure you take him on a trip to the wizarding world of Harry Potter. <laughs> I guess that was a wasted, wasted topics. <laughs> Uh, we earlier we addressed the fact that uh, we addressed the topic of magic, and Rob was talking about the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Because said that's the my... only place in the world that a, that magic exists, and he asked if magic exists, and he pointed to the C three PO on his shirt. Yeah, and it's in my heart. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah, he was pointing to the center of his chest and saying, "What about the magic in here?" Yeah, and I said, heart. and I said, there's juju in there, because you fine a with, cold was, dead person. Yeah, I was fine with the juju. Um, but yeah, my my uh, best friend, my best friend and his fiance are going to uh, Universal and Disney this this weekend because they got a timeshare, <laughs> and uh, I told them to get me a magic wand or an owl from the Wizarding World. <laughs> And I want him to make sure that it was real magic or a real owl. And then I also asked them, I was like, also, can you get me uh, Queen Elsa's signature? But only if you make sure she knows it's for a 27-year-old man. <laughs> I mean, like, there's there's plenty of people that go to Disney without kids. Yeah, I know. But, like, the, the, the princess autograph book is usually usually something that kids take around for the characters to sign, not for someone who's one, not there and to an adult. I mean, it's, it's Disney, man. Like they're, they're going to, the, I doubt you're going to get a reaction out of Elsa. Yeah. She's probably seen some, she's probably had some weird shit happen to her. Tyler. Yes. I think it's time. To get a job. Get a job. <laughs> get a job. Get a job. This week, I have a job. 
that is probably the best job for us to help. Great. And, okay. Okay. The radio station at KCTS9 in Seattle, Washington is looking for an on-call costume character. <laughs> oh boy, do they have a costume? The costume character wears various costumes and attends community <laughs> engagement events. This individual must be willing to dance, have fun with customers, encourage pictures to be taken to reach more people, build community spirit, and inspire a smarter world. <laughs> Rob, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> like, you just listed two of my least, of two of the top three least favorite subjects, least th- favorite things of Tyler's life. You listed pictures, and you listed dancing. The only thing you were missing was swimming. (laughs) That is Tyler's top three things he hates in this world. I'm out. Key job responsibility. Support marketing and communication and community engagement. Serve as a brand ambassador to build positive community relations. Demonstrate enthusiasm and creativity. Must be able to skillfully and effectively communicate solely through action. Provide entertainment, amusement, and interactive activities for guests. Uh, Represent KCTS 9 in the best manner possible by maintaining the integrity and artistic value of all presentations when performing at events. (laughs) (laughs) Physical requirements. Due to scale demands. Oh, this is not actually a radio station. It's It's a local TV station. Due to scale demands, PBS costumes applicant must fit the dimensions of the costumes, including being between 5'4 and 5'8 in height and a slender build, must be able to stand for long periods of time, must be able to support the weight of a costume headpiece up to 15 pounds for long periods of time, and must be able to work on weekends, evenings when required. But they don't tell you what you're going to be like. Nope. I've got to have a character. (laughs) So we just need to have all characters ready? All characters ready. (laughs) So you're telling me that we need to be USA, all characters welcome. Yes. USA, all characters welcome. I... (laughs) The the thing that I think is crazy is it's on call. Could you imagine being an on call costume character? Hey, yeah, uh, hey, yeah, Rooney, we're going to need you to be the uh, the penguin this afternoon down at Lois Park. <laughs> hey, Rooney, uh, we, we, uh, do you have a horse costume? We could, uh, we're, we're going to the Kentucky Derby this week. <laughs> Reginald's going to be the, the cowboy, but he needs to ride you for a couple hours. Yeah. Can you hold a, can you hold a man on your shoulders? <laughs> This man uh, isn't jockey sized either. <laughs> <laughs> oh how, boy. How can we ha- get our scouts to get this job? I mean like What do you think is honestly, What do you think is needed other than the ones that they other than the things that they said? What kind of you skills? Know what, you know what I think the best idea might be, Uncle Rob? What? And this is this is probably going to like this is a surefire way to get hired, and it's not going to directly benefit you. It's going to benefit a community. You okay. need to find your 
your most corporate-looking person who happens to be a furry. <laughs> okay. And then the entire furry community is going to have all their costumes ready just at the drop of a hat to go fill these jobs. Yeah. So this is a this is like a community thing. Do you think it's a we team have building any, thing. Do you think we have any furries at, that are scouts? I hope, I hope so. Me too. Um, so like you you find your most corporate looking, your most cookie cutter looking person and then you send them in to get this job and then when you show up at the job, you're all in costumes, so wh- they're not going to know it's not that person. Yeah. Just never but take you your already, furry costume off. You already have this person inside you. Yeah. You already live the life yeah. of a furry. You're the best type of mascot. Do you think furries find being a mascot for something offensive? Hmm. I don't know. Do you think it's like a stereotype? Do you think that, do you think that well, to that's... a furry, like... If I were to be like, oh, well, what are you the mascot for to someone in their full furry regalia? See, th- would they be like, think- how dare you, sir? I am a I think- furry. I am proud furry. I am not a mascot for anyone. I will not sell your product. See, I think in the context of somebody just randomly guessing, it might be offensive. But if the if a furry community in a certain area is fulfilling a job and like each time it's like, oh, my specific character was called upon. <laughs> so I, I think they'd be excited to go out there and be their character, like who they are on the inside and bring that to the world. I think that they would, too. I'm just wondering if we're if by calling furries mascot, if we're being offensive. Oh, no, I'm not trying to say that they're mascots. I'm trying to say, instead of having mascots, you bring who you are on the inside, outside. Oh, yeah. Also, scouts, if you're a furry, bring who you are on the inside to us. I want to know. I want to see pictures. Yeah. I'm super interested. Like, it's it's something that we don't know a whole lot about, but, like, we're super interested. We're perfectly fine with it. That's fucking rad. None of... I now I don't want to generalize here, but no furry pictures of compromising positions. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to see you like almost falling off a ledge. No, nope. I don't want to see you. I don't want to see um, your dick. <laughs> I don't want to see you uh, at all. I don't want to see you breaking an NDA. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I don't want to see your private parts. None of them. But I do want to see you, the real you. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm just going to throw this out here for the for the job. Yeah. There's one prop that you can you could have. Let me get it. Let me hear it. A sign. Oh, sign like spinning. A sign flipper? Sign oh, spinning. Fuck yeah. <laughs> it doesn't say that on the list, but Sign spinning is cool as hell. <laughs> Whenever I Sign see one, I... the cool... It I, should be a fucking sport. It should be, because it looks really cool. <laughs> Have you ever seen a sign spinner in real life? Yeah. They weren't very enthusiastic, but they were giving, their, giving it their all. It was... I was, <laughs> I was driving home from Milwaukee, 
and I stopped at a gas station and there was like a Domino's <laughs> that was part of the <laughs> gas station and there was some some uh some like electronic music looking punk kid I don't know Skrillex right. looking kid <laughs> <laughs> out oh. there headphones in sign spinning not doing a great job but <laughs> was still giving it but its giving all giving it his all so i i appreciated it i did i did watch it for a while while i was pumping gas i was just staring <laughs> at him i was just like this is the best <laughs> that's awesome it was a domino's sign flipper <laughs> All right. Is there anything else that we can do for this job? Let's, it really doesn't give any description of the characters. No, not at all. It just says costume character. Character or characters? Costume character on call. The costume character wears various costumes and attends oh. KCTS9 community engagement events. Man, I it makes you wonder how many characters this TV station has. Oh, okay. All right. So it's like the uh, PBS show Kids. So it's got Daniel Tiger. It's probably got Peppa Pig. That's what I'm thinking it is. I don't know who any of these people are. You've got Arthur. It's probably it's probably got Curious George. I'm guessing. I think that's on PBS. So that's what the characters are. Yeah, definitely sign flipping. (laughs) I'm gonna see Daniel (laughs) Tiger. Sign flipping. Are you kidding me? Arthur sign flipping? Yeah. <laughs> Arthur would be a fucking hipster nowadays, right? Oh yeah, Arthur. I want to see grown. You want to see like a grown up picture of Arthur? <laughs> you know how you always see some of those artists that he's do probably like, very hateable. You know, I see those artists that do like, oh, this is your favorite cartoon characters all grown up or whatever. So it's always like the Rugrats and like Edda and Eddie and stuff like that. I want to see yeah. Arthur the Aardvark as a hipster. <laughs> Back to questions? You got it, bud. All right. This question comes to us from the Amrio brothers. <laughs> it's a us. Yeah, that's a us. <laughs> uh, the Amrio brothers write... A buddy of mine recently helped me through a pretty dark time after a breakup. We were already living in different states, but now he left—he just left to go on a science fellowship in Germany for two years. I would really like to do something nice to say thank you, but I also don't want to ask him for his address. I don't want to send him something lame like a thank you note or anything, but I... I know I didn't give you guys much details about him, but I'm hoping for the widest scattershot of ideas you've got. What should I do? What kind of friend would not be okay with you asking for their address? I don't know if it's not okay, but he just doesn't want to. Okay. I mean, like, I know your address by heart. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's because in order to to get to my house, you have to tell somebody my address. True. So guy writing the question was going through a breakup. Guy that moved is moving to Germany what helped guy that wrote the question get over the breakup. Correct. Okay. And you want to say thank you in a way that doesn't seem creepy? He said it would be creepy to ask for the address? No, he just said he didn't really want to. Okay. 
So wide scatter shot I, of Saint. So can I ask <laughs> you a question, you. Uncle Rob? Okay. Do you like physical gifts or like gifts that would be like an experience? I usually like physical gifts. Cause I'm a ma- okay. I'm a material girl, <laughs> but uh, the material gift wouldn't really work in this situation because you can't send him anything. Well, so, I mean, the reason I asked was like, I mean, I know this is expensive, but like, you just went through a pretty bar- dark time, and like, I don't know if you've got anything going on, but fucking go to Germany, man. That would be cool. Yeah, go to Germany. He's all alone over there. Fucking go visit your friend. Yeah. That's the coolest fucking gift. Yeah, I'm sure he would be super stoked if you went to Germany. Or I was saying, like, I, I don't... Uh, Germany would be cool. I think that the other, the only other way to, like, say thank you would have been, like, to show that you appreciate it is to actually just tell him over, like, the phone or something. I'm guessing he probably can't... I mean, he's probably got an international phone now. If he's going to be living there for two years. Um, yeah. But the only other thing I could think of would maybe be like if you guys play video games together or anything like that. You could. I know that like Steam and like the PlayStation Store and I, I think probably the Xbox Store or whatever has a way to gift someone a game. Just through just through the network where you don't have mm-hmm. to know their address or something like that. But I think that's really your two options. <laughs> because, I mean, I mean if, if just saying it over the phone is not going to be good enough, you want to do something, then the only answer is to go to Germany. Go to Germany, plan out. Uh, I mean, he's going to be there for two years. So you should, I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm assuming he, you guys are old enough to drink. So I, I say. For sure in Germany. I would assume. I say go to Germany around the time of Oktoberfest and plan a week to plan a week to just go out and and enjoy Oktoberfest. That's a, that's a lifetime experience that you'll always remember. And like I this might not be fun for you if you're not into it, but like uh he's there in a science fellowship, like if he's like worried about appearances, like make it about science, like do a bunch of <laughs> See, do a bunch of experiments quote unquote about drinking beer i don't think that would be i'm he's on a science fellowship but i'm sure he's got free time i mean it's germany i don't yeah. think that even like the most professional germans are like oh hey, you, drinking actually, is you unprofessional know, <laughs> you know what amrio brothers uh tell your friend to get his ass back here and start doing science for america yeah they're stealing our doing, science. Yeah, why are they doing our science? <laughs> That's our scientist. We've been to war with Germany. <laughs> They're our allies now, Tyler. <laughs> yeah, I I get that now, but I didn't 30 seconds ago when I forgot. <laughs> and I still would like him to be here doing our science. <laughs> Well, I mean, he could be the resident RU scientist. Yeah, we yeah we should have a resident RU scientist that we can ask <laughs> science questions to. <laughs> He'll be our Bill Nye. Can you ask for his address so we can ask him? Yeah, questions? <laughs> yeah. Get, get, get us his address. Hey, now, I know this is weird that you've never heard of this podcast before, but they're asking for your address. It'll be fine.
If you guys would like to send us in any questions, you can send them to aryucast at gmail, or you can visit our website at aryusite.com. Um, I was I, I was telling Rob earlier today that I, <laughs> I guess right now I'm kind of condemning myself to do it. I'm going to try and start being more active on that, maybe putting up blog posts for each episode and maybe... Maybe I'll put up, like, because last week Rob introduced an outro, so maybe we'll put up a survey of of outros. Yeah, we can try a new outro. I'll let you try one this, this week, Tyler. You know, because we, we've, never, we've, never we, we've never figured out our intro, so, I mean, it's only fair that we never figure out our outro. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, <laughs> also, any questions that you have uh, for our 4th of July spectacular super show, um... Questions about America, any questions, American history, current day America, anything that you want to know, I'm going to answer it. Our Please. history two point whoa episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Rob Bullock on Twitter at the Rob Bullock, at the Rob Bullock on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at Tyler underscore church. And we also would like to mention our phone number because we love getting phone calls. Unfortunately, the other than all of the ridiculous, crazy phone calls we had before we started having a bunch of audience interaction has been Ian. Yep. So we would love to hear four one three nine nine uncle. That's the jingle, so you can keep it in your head. And if, if if for some reason if you're a weird person that can't ever understand lyrics to songs, that was four one three nine nine uncle. Yeah, and yeah. thank you to Josh Velasco for our album artwork and 11 Acorn Lane for our song Perfect. Absolutely. All right, Tyler. Thank you so much. Hit us with that outro. Uh, that's going to do it for us, guys. Uh, c- keep her sleazy. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>